what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hey, I'm Amy Chang, and I'm a nationally board-certified health and wellness coach, and this is Healthy AF. Here, we're going to bring to you all things health. You'll hear stories of people who have transformed their health and in the meantime, transformed their lives. We'll answer those burning questions about the newest health strategies, and we'll tackle some common roadblocks that my clients bring to me all the time. Lastly, we're going to talk to some practitioners who will bring to you different modalities that they're passionate about and how you could benefit from using those. So buckle in. We're going to be inspired, instructed, and have a little fun with Healthy AF. Good morning, everybody. I am here today with Lydia and Bailey from Access of Wilmington. I am so over the moon excited. For one thing, they're young. They are graduating with their um, recreational therapy degrees and getting their clinical hours in so they can sit for that board and become real life recreational therapists. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows anything about recreational therapy, but basically it puts the F-U-N back into your life and isn't uh, life all about fun. So please welcome with me, Lydia and Bailey. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you? Good, good. I'm so glad to be here. You know, we met um, a few days ago. Actually, we met a couple weeks ago, I guess, at Mm -hmm one of my business meetings. And then we sat down for a more in-depth chit chat. And I was so inspired by um, the program that you guys are putting on for Access of Wilmington, by all the other programs that Access of Wilmington has, and by your drive to make sure that everybody, no matter what ability they have or do not have, has some fun in their life. And I wanted to really highlight that and make sure that people in the community knew that that was available for them. And also, um, you know, it's really important to me personally that everybody knows that fun is important. It's really important to have a thriving, healthy life. And so I'm excited to start with you guys and I'll let you two decide who's going to tell me the story first. Three, two, one, go. Um, so I would say the story of, do you mean the story of how we became recreational therapy students or about our event? What would you like everybody to know? I think the things that are really important to me is what the heck is recreational therapy? Um, what is access of Wilmington? Mm-hmm. What services do they provide? And specifically, um, your story in what's lighting you up? Mm-hmm. about recreational therapy. What brings you to such a passion about it? Awesome. So I can tell you a little bit about what recreational therapy is, and then Bailey can tell you about what Access of Wilmington is and how we combine them. But so recreational therapy is adaptive. Well, the route that we are both in is adapting sports. And so recreational therapy takes a goal and objective for someone's life and makes it so they can have a growth mindset and growth impact and so it can be really anything a lot of things that we focus on are more adapting sports but you can take any leisure activity so it's a therapy that helps someone grow and benefit by taking something they enjoy so that doesn't really feel like you're getting necessarily therapy yeah and more specifically it's like 
we assist individuals in improvement of like emotional, cognitive, physical, social aspects, all different aspects of individuals' lives. And our main focus is like the leisure interest to make it fun for the actual individual and something that they enjoy incorporated into assisting those things that people use in their everyday life. So that would be like the main definition and kind of like understanding of rec therapy as a whole. So that's a lot of big words. Yes. Will you break it down for me and give me a um, give me a give me a clinical scenario? Can you give me a clinical case study uh, and still be HIPAA protected, please? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, let me think of a specific example. So it could be someone who maybe lost their leg and or arm and is trying to figure out how to do daily activities again and building up strength in their uh, their arms so that they or legs so that they can be super successful independently. And so we work with clients that may be dealing with something like that and are living with it and making it more enjoyable for their living. So we could help figure out different ways to strengthen their arm and then also strengthen the mind. And so a lot of it, I would say, has to do with we don't realize how much our cognitive aspect plays a role into our daily life. And so we focus a lot on helping with the cognitive side, but we work with, so I guess I can tell you now about Access of Wilmington. So we both are interns from East Carolina University at Access of Wilmington, which is an adaptive sport and recreation facility that takes the elimination to barriers or the, takes the eliminates the barrier from health and wellness using recreation and leisure activities for children, young adults and adults and veterans living with disabilities in the Tri-County area of around Wilmington. And so that's kind of what we do on a day-to-day basis. We do different fitness classes for different types of populations of people. And so we just make I would say we put the fun, like you were saying, in therapy. And I think that we necessarily always emphasize that we're making goals and meeting our goals, but we're pushing ourselves just enough so that isn't damaging anything. Our specific role, I would say, as like an RT is like she kind of said, like creating the goals and objectives to help meet parents' needs as well as individual client-specific needs. But we do that really through like playing games, creating crafts, um, trying to think what else, completing exercises. We even do like community outings that are like a big hit. We do sports, we do a lot of dancing. We even do things with like animals, um, just anything fun, like leisure wise that we can bring into the role as an RT to kind of tailor those interests to patients with zip needs. Okay. So I'm going to get back to you what I think, uh, what is important to me that I think I heard. And then you can say like, no, that's totally off the wall wrong. Or like, yeah, that's the ticket. So when I hear you talk about cognitive abilities and I hear you talk about leisure and fun in the realm of therapy and having people be more capable in their everyday lives. I also hear um, that, the area that you work in increases people's badassery. And when they feel more capable and confident, then they move from surviving. Surviving is, you know, I've lost my arm and I I have to keep myself clean or I have to learn how to cook or I have to learn how to eat with this non-dominant arm. But thriving is I'm now playing softball with my one arm. 
So is that what I'm hearing that y'all work that angle to bring not just this, how do I survive with this, but also how I thrive in it? Yeah, we definitely try to um, keep individuals active in sports that they maybe were doing before, like prior to an injury and get them basically joining in a new group that can do an adaptive sport that they love before. Like that's an example of what we do a lot of time with people because that's what they, a lot of people play sports like in their leisure time and as like a fun activity and something that they enjoy. And even like things like that will help reduce like people's stress level and anxiety about getting back in the community. And we kind of try to eliminate the barriers to help with that and even get them just to be more confident in their personal life, social life, and just all aspects outside of like their injury and kind of make them feel the same way that they did prior to their like accident or however they were like born with their disability to show that they are meant to be in the community. They are meant to be just as active and involved and have a group of family and like a home and feel like they have a role and a place outside of just their everyday lives. Yeah, they have a contribution to make, and that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so now when we talked, is there anything else you want to say about that? Because I got another big question coming up. Oh, no, you're good. I <laughs> agree with everything <laughs> Bailey said. <laughs> okay, Lydia says, like, check on Bailey. Okay, so my other big question is when we sat down and talked before, mm-hmm. Access actually has a lot of different programs going on. Yes, ma'am. So yeah. the two-part question is, Um, A, if I'm a person with a disability or a parent of a child who has a disability, such as autism, it does not have to be loss of an arm, right? How do I get in touch with access? And the second is, can you go over a little skinny part about the different types of programs that are offered there? Yes. Um, So... I was just going to talk about how like all the different programs, like the main six programs that access has specifically. And like, we've kind of narrowed six programs. That's so much. I know when we sat down, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm an overload. So, okay. Get ready listeners. Here comes six, six programs that they offer. Yeah. We've kind of narrowed it down, but the miracle league, I think is the one that most people are most familiar with. And it's at Olson Park um, up in Marieville. And it's basically an accessible like baseball league and they make it fun. It has like similar rules to any like baseball game. And it's for um, children, adults living with disabilities, ages three and up. And basically they dance, they have fun, they hit home runs. They do all the things that a normal baseball league would have, but it's more adaptive and um, they have multiple teams and families and friends come out and support it. And they have them every Saturday, I believe starting in August are like the actual games. Um, but that's just kind of like a brief understanding of the Miracle League and the Miracle League runs everywhere. It's not just in Wilmington, but our specific league through access of Wilmington is obviously at um, the Olsen Park. So that's a little bit about the first big program we have. I would say something to add so that someone who's listening can get a visual aspect of it is so thinking of like a turf field, but without the little ridges in it. So the Miracle Field is a fully like kind of like a rubber type flooring. And so so anyone that might be using an assistive device like a wheelchair or a walker can also get to each base and the bases aren't raised. They're kind of like, drawn on the field if that makes sense so that is one of the amazing parts of it so it's fully accessible to everybody that makes a lot of sense okay awesome sauce 
Yeah. And, and next, next to the next to the field, there's actually a fully accessible um, playground mm-hmm. as well that's at the Olsen Park field. And so that's an, another aspect that's really cool that they're right next to each other and they're um, weird wheelchair accessible, handicap accessible. So um, not all parks obviously have those awesome inclusions. So that's another thing that's a plus, I would say. Okay. Yeah. And then Inclusive another- playground. Yeah. And then another, the second big um, program we have through Access is Project SOAR, which is basically like a sports program, which offers archery, um, cycling, yoga, golf, kayaking, surfing, scuba, diving, a couple other things, but specifically for veterans and active duty servicemen and women living with service-connected illnesses or injury. So it kind of creates that community outside of that but here in Wilmington through these leisure activities that veterans can enjoy. So when a veteran uh, participates with SOAR, is that like a group goes out for a swimming lesson or not swimming lesson, but surfing lesson, or is that more individual? Basically it'll be kind of like we go golfing on Fridays. And so there's a group of veterans that sign up and they get to go together. So they're creating an atmosphere of a community of likewise people, which is kind of, Part of Access's overall goal is for us to have a community setting where everyone has people that have similar or the same interests and needs as them. And so they can create kind of a family, like you're saying. So the group will go together. They all are super bonded, know each other. And it's really cool for them to be able to talk about their past with each other and relate. And sometimes they'll end up knowing each other from different times when they served. And so it's all around a great group that can continue to grow together. You know, I, over the last year, have been um, knee-deep in life's paradoxes, you know, things that are true, that conflict, that both things are true. And what I've heard you guys say is that Access really wants everybody to feel included and part of a bigger picture, part of our community. And also, they recognize the safety, security, and um, healing comfort that there is being in a group of only people who yeah. are struggling with the same things that you're struggling with, you know, yeah. and that those two things can exist and, and both be very healthy. So, yeah, I, I totally get that. Even through like being interns here at Access, we're about like halfway through our um, like required hours. <laughs> and we have made like such meaningful relationships with participants, with, with family members, with just people who are involved in Access, like, and people in the community who care about access, like I feel like I will continue to carry on these relationships after my internship and just always feel supported. And if I ever needed anything through access, like I could come back and they would be there for me. And like, same with us, with the participants, like it really is like one-on-one, like meaningful relationships that you create with these individuals in a short amount of time. And it's like really special bond as well that we get to do like this as a job, basically. Mm. Yeah. And you, well, you can tell you're super passionate about it, which is why you're on the show. Because yeah. I, like, I have people who are like, yeah, we do a job. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it really is inspiring how, uh, how passionate and lit up you guys are about what you're doing. Okay. So um, hit me with program number three. Yeah. So Access Fit, and basically we're doing that right now at UNCW. They've been very kind and let us rent out a room through there. So we have all the adaptive equipment because in the room at UNCW, there's actually like equipment that individuals who are handicapped or in wheelchairs can use specifically other than just like a normal gym that you would go to. 
But um, Access Fit is basically like a year-round fitness program or also like wellness program. And we basically do group exercising and sport-related exercising for young adults, adults, and older adults living with disabilities. And for Access Fit, it's ages 14 and up. But we basically get them active again, like through exercises and kind of just get their body moving so they can feel good and mm. just overall be more active in the community. Yeah, that feels super good, moving your body. Mm -hmm. It's good for everybody. Okay, so that's a fitness program, and it's at UNCW, and it's in an adaptive gym. And it's for 14 and up. And so you're covering kids with autism. You're covering, you know, 70-year-olds with stroke. Yep, any disability and any age above 14 and up um, is welcome to join. We have different group like settings. So we'll have one that meets at the Y on um, different days. And then we have some that do meet at UNCW. And then we are, even our veterans have a fit class on their own in the mornings, certain mornings, not every morning. And so each group has different, I would say similarities. And some of them live together. And then some of them are just coming with their parents or caregiver just for their, just a little midday workout. And so I would say that, they are very similar, but then they all like not just they can sign up and anyone can come, but it's done specifically with by like group. Yeah, okay, it's more cool. like so personable skill. and like individualized. Like it's not necessarily are. by skill. The skill range is completely different in each and every group. And we adapt each exercise to each client and participant. So a participant will come in and we're like, oh, we know that that person can do five pound weights versus this person can do three, and so we know each participant well enough to be able to be like okay let's switch it up you're you can challenge yourself a little more than you think today and so doing stuff like that yeah. I love you know it's so important one thing that I have um try to communicate to people you know as a CrossFit trainer a lot of people are scared to do CrossFit because mm -hmm. they're very intimidated by it and I'm like no no a good CrossFit box will have good CrossFit trainers who know to modify to every single person every yeah. single day and you do have to know your people and so I can really appreciate that if you layer that with the additional education and knowledge of a recreational therapist and that intimate connection that you have with your athletes, mm -hmm. that you're really modifying for them every single day, every single workout. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, very personalized treatment. Okay, so that was number four. Am I right? Yes. So hit me up with number five. And then we have Accessible Adventures, which is a program designed to use two, electri two electrically powered off-road mobility devices. And they're almost like dune buggies or like um, a go-kart in a way. And they're for individuals with physical disabilities. And it allows individuals to go on beaches, trails, kind of like in mud, like more like rigid climates and kind of like off-roading and like helps them get over obstacles that many people don't think about in like their everyday lives but some of our participants haven't gone on the beach in years and lived in Wilmington or at Wrightsville and the beach is like five minutes away because like their disability makes it just more difficult or prevents them from being able to do that so our terrain hoppers is like the specific name for the vehicles mm -hmm. allow individuals to do so and it allows them to do it independently which is like a big part of it is you can have someone take you out on the beach, but being able to move around the beach independently is something that regaining that is incredible for people. And oftentimes we think we 
are like, oh, a beach is super accessible. What we talked about is with you, if there's a ramp and there's sand on it, it's no longer accessible to someone who's trying to use a power chair on it because it won't allow them to move because the wheels will get caught with the sand. And so it doesn't work as well as it should. And we also don't really have a lot around us of super accessible oh, ramps. Mm-hmm. We don't have you mean, oh, yeah. You know, one of my favorite beach accesses is uh, Access 40 down on Wrightsville, South End. And I just went there yesterday and I was thinking to myself, one thing I love about it is that it's narrow. It's very long. It's got trees on either side. So it makes like a little tunnel that you go through. And when I had my torn Achilles, there's no way on a good day I would ever have been able to walk that long access. You know, I could barely get um, two steps on the sound side because of the shifting sand. And you can't you can't ask a foot that doesn't work well to be on a shifting surface. So I totally I just couldn't go to the beach for a long time as that healed. So I get it that like it's it's the I don't want to call it the dumb things. But it's the things that you don't realize impact your mobility that really can impact your mobility. And then all of a sudden, like you said, you haven't been on the beach in years, even though you live at the beach or you haven't been in the woods, you know, on that trail because there's roots there. So, you know, there's that, too. Yeah, I totally get that. They make a big difference. And it's another device that we have that eliminates barriers in the community. Okay, so I think um, I think we're on six. Yeah, we're in the last the one. Okay, yeah. let's count. Let's count. Let's do the recap. What was the first one? The first one was Miracle League. Miracle League. That's right. Yeah. And then Soar. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Access Fit. Access Fit. Accessible Adventures. And oh, what- yeah. We, we didn't talk about just, well, we kind of went over what recreational therapy is, but that's obviously another part of our programs. That's technically like the sixth one. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we kind of already talked about that and what rec therapy is and how access does rec therapy. But I can So go is where- there an office and you go to rec therapy? Yeah. We so- sort of that sixth program. We either do it at the office or we've been recently being able to do them at UNCW, which has been super great. And then right now in the summer, it is inside or just under the shade a little bit more. But normally in the other seasons, every RT session is done out on the field, the miracle field. Yeah. And it's just one-on-one sessions with a certified um, recreational therapist. And basically we are still getting individuals to engage in adaptive sports and sensory play and even like we said creative arts like things like that that just get them um get their interest and kind of take those into the leisure aspect and hoping to meet those goals and objectives that we first have for those individuals in the beginning you know i um when i owned the gym we had a a blackboard paint at like almost welcome mat at the gym when you'd walk in. And in the mornings when I'd open the gym at 5.30, I would go over there and I'd write in chalk, you know, whatever saying I was going to put on there. And uh, it dawned on me that I really enjoyed like creating 
that little artwork message with my chalk. And um, I guess that's the kind of things that you can bring to people that we don't think about, like it's relaxing. I couldn't really, my mind couldn't worry and think about other stuff when I was trying to make the letters look pretty and figure out what I was going to say. And that's the kind of fun stuff you bring to people, isn't it? Yeah, I've got to do a lot of like activities that bring me back to like my childhood, like while um, planning like RT sessions. And like, I've been looking forward to playing Twister for weeks. And like, we do yoga, (laughs) we do yoga, we play like the break the ice game where you hammer the ice, the penguin in the middle, we do puzzles. Um, Yesterday, I made a um, furry caterpillar with a client. So it's like different things that we get to do. We do slime. Yes, I made slime nice. and that was a really big hit, but it was fun. Yeah, it took us right. like two days to perfect the recipe, and then when we when I got it, then we made it with the participants. But I didn't realize how fun it is. Yeah, so we get to do like we get to enjoy the session the sessions just as much as the individuals do, um, and it's fun for us as well. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's fun when you are participating with someone and they're having fun and you're having fun, then everybody's having fun. And it's like the fun multiplies. Yeah. Our sessions like fly by, like I like, it's like 30 minutes or an hour and I'm like, it's already over. Like I want more time with them. It just flies by. I guess we're having fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So we have got probably 10 minutes left and y'all have decided, um, I guess, what you explained to me yesterday and, you know, clean this up if I'm getting it, if I'm butchering what you, <laughs> what you said, yeah. but you've got some requirements for your program at ECU mm-hmm. and you have some requirements as your internship from Access. And one of mm-hmm. your requirements for Access is that you do a project yeah. and y'all decided y'all were going to do a project. And instead mm-hmm. of being like a little tiny project, yeah. y'all just decided <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah, so we decided you could do the project individually or you could combine for a bigger and better project. So we combined and something our university did is we have a made kind of like a movement along with this new icon. So our project is called Access for All Night. And so we are creating access for all. And we are doing this by re it's a kind of like Bailey calls it like a carnival event. So we're having kind of like a carnival event centered around the repainting of the new accessible icon. So the icon that is outside of restaurants, businesses, different schools, hospitals, doctors, everything is kind of stagnant if you look at it and you're like, oh wow, like the spot that we know as the handicap parking spot, it it's like, oh wow, it doesn't really look like the person's moving. And so the new icon has oh, been It looks made. like a dude sitting in a, yeah. sitting in a wheelchair. It just really does. There, not doing anything. Yeah. That's and there's the people that sort of sticker looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And there's people that use those par- accessible parking spots and are Olympians that are representing our country. And so we just wanted to bring that to Wilmington. And so there's a new icon that is trending and it's the new accessible icon. I don't know. I don't have one in front of me to show you, but I will put it on the show notes. There'll be a link okay, awesome. the show notes so that everybody <laughs> right. can see it because it, it is pretty awesome. It's awesome. It looks like a person that's moving and it looks like an athlete. And so we're repainting 15 spots at the Miracle Field in Olson Park and with the new accessible icon with an event centered around that. And we're going to have the people that helped started it from our like home area that are going to come. And then we also have food trucks, live music. 
uh, bounce houses, tie-dye t-shirts, coloring, face painting, all the things you can think of for a family fun event centered around just bringing inclusion and advocacy and really leaving our mark on the Wilmington area as we're finishing up our internship. And, Excuse me. So our event is on July 29th. It's from 5 to 9 p.m. And it's free to come. You, of course, might have to pay for a food truck for some kind of ice. But other than that, it's perfectly free for the community. And anyone and everyone's invited to it. Yeah, and we're really, like, excited about it because, like, the thing that stands out to me and, like, means the most to me about the new accessible icons are that they specifically focus more on ability rather than disability, which goes back to us saying that it's more, like, the other one is stagnant from before and the new icon is showing them actually moving and in action. So um, it may not be something that an able-bodied individual notices on an everyday basis, but um, individuals who are using those spots on an everyday basis um, do notice those things. So that's why you know we want to. I think that we all notice it, and and mm-hmm. here here's why I say that because you know inevitably we absorb the stuff that we listen to, and the stuff that we watch, and the stuff we're surrounded by, and we don't even know that we're absorbing it, but we mm-hmm. are absorbing it. And so when you take the um, handicap icon, the handicap sign, little painting on the parking space, and you change it from an image of a person in a static wheelchair to an image of a person leaning forward and rolling, you know, probably with a degree of badassery, right, and capability and inclusion. You change it to that image. It programs all of us to see that in a person who's getting out of that van. Yeah, I agree. And we're just excited to bring and push that movement here in Wilmington because mm-hmm. I get um, in Greenville where obviously ECU is located. They really have pushed that movement and began to change most of the spots. And I mean, it just takes one place, one person, one connection to tell other people. And then hmm. hopefully the movement will get moving to um, towns and cities and states all over the world um, as it's been approved by the state. And it's now approved to be done in Wilmington by um, the city. So we're hoping that we are the first of many to begin change. Oh, gosh. Thanks to Bailey and Lydia for for making that change and helping all of our wallpaper change so that our um, mindset around different abled people changes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so I'll just just, go ahead. Sorry. I just realized we didn't say the last um, like program. We skipped the play, which was the last one. Yeah. So I was going to talk about that one really fast. Okay, hang on. Um, uh, Okay, so let's see. How do we want to leave them? We definitely want to leave people with the details of your event. Yes. So tell me about the play. Then we're going to wrap with the details of your event, how (laughs) they can come, what it costs to come, where it is, what day it is, why they're really coming. (laughs) And we'll leave people with that. So tell me about that sixth um, uh, program that Access (laughs) Wilmington has. Yes. Okay. So play is, is basically like adaptive sports and an inclusion program. And it includes like play days at the miracle field. Um, there's like movie nights, there's all these type of fun events that they do and get, 
yeah um get participants to do in the community and like join but basically like we just went to jungle rapids and went to the water park so that was a play day then we went to the wilmington ice house and ice skated so that was really cool and then last friday we were at the ashboro zoo for the day just exploring the animals and participants and then we went to the fort fisher aquarium those are just some examples of play days that have been recently planned and we have participated and got to join in over the summer but um they try to do one each week one once a week and they're free for participants to go to to do these fun activities out in the community with their other friends and participants that are um a part of access in wilmington oh i love that y'all have so much going on it's such a valuable um asset to the community to all people you know abled or differently abled you know, such a such a wonderful thing to have in our community to add some effing fun <laughs> in your life, some thriving. Okay, so let's wrap with you've got an event coming up. You're going to be painting 15 parking spaces at Miracle Field yeah. and you're going to be changing the handicap icon logo to a more active, able-bodied uh uh, handicap logo. Yeah. And that's the purpose is to raise awareness for that. It's a carnival style event. It's totally for free. It's five to set, uh, five to 9 PM. Mm-hmm. There's going to be food trucks. And if you purchase out of your food trucks, then part of that proceed will go to access Wilmington or will it go yes. to painting more spots? It's going to go back to access of Wilmington as we are a nonprofit. So, um, we will they'll definitely make good use of the money that is going back to them to support other programs and events they're coming up with, for example, like the play days. And Bailey and Lydia have totally done this on their own. And I have to say that when I met with them, of course, having been in the nonprofit region with my um, kids' private school a billion years ago and having to fundraise, I just pranced my fancy pants right up in their computer and said, where's your budget? (laughs) Who's your sponsors? How are you making your money? Where is it going? And um, uh, I don't know if this will be true when we drop this podcast, but as of right now, you'd love to have some more sponsors. Yes, we would love more sponsors, of course. Love to have some more sponsors. So if you're out there listening and this is, just really lighting you up. There'll also be a contact in the show notes for where you can reach out to Bailey and Lydia or yeah, Yeah. Lydia to make sure you can do some sponsorship opportunities. Yeah. We're fully funding this event. So anything is helpful, but we will have the link to the sponsorship form, which is on our event page on the access of Wilmington website. And um, to go along with that, we're also looking for volunteers to help, with um, different aspects of the event. And we also have the sign up genius for that on our website, on our event access mm-hmm. for all. And then also um, people who are coming, we'd love to for them to RSVP so we can get a head count and a number, kind of just an idea of who's all going to be joining us for the night. And yeah. the RSVP sign up genius is also on the website under access for all night event. Yeah. Okay. And tell me um, what is that website? So if people aren't clicking on the show notes, they'll know how to access it. Um, the website is accessilm.org. And then it'll be forward slash access dash for dash all. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Access for uh, all. Okay. With dashes in between. Yeah. You can just go on the main website and click on events and scroll down and ours is the last tab under events and it's access for all night. And we have a full page just specifically on our event. And you can also learn everything about um, what Access of Wilmington does and all that they have to um, provide and all their services on their website as well. I am so grateful, A, that y'all are lit up and helping people's lives, and B, that you came on and shared with us all about this, because this is this is like a um, empty nester's dream. Like, I want to come <laughs> play at field day. Well, you can't <laughs> volunteer anytime you I want. I want to volunteer and maybe heckle some kids as they're going in the bounce house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank you so awesome. much for having us. We really do appreciate it. And all the conversation yeah. and all the wisdom that you've given us around our event, we, we really do appreciate it. And welcoming us definitely when we're new to the Wilmington area has been incredible. Yeah. And, and we love getting to know you and just like um, – when we met with you the other day, I just felt like so even like grateful to be able to meet and network and interact with other people who are of so much knowledge and who actually care about what we're trying to do. Well, you're doing great stuff, so it's hard not to care about it. And thank you. I, I appreciate that. And, and I heard your acknowledgement of me. So, all right, well, guys, everything's going to be in the show notes. Access of Wilmington, Access for All Night coming up on the 29th at Miracle Field from 5 to 9. So many ways to participate and so many ways to help. Um, I think that's it. I'll sign off for now and um, see y'all soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast. I hope that it has helped you create a new possibility for your health and sets you into action to go get it. If you want more information or if you want to connect with me, visit my website at myhealthylife.coach. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that each new Healthy AF episode will be sent directly to you. Let's take you from where you are to where you want to go. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.